seeing if a particular medication was fucking with me or if it was all the caffeine and cigarettes. Uh, yeah. Wait, you sm- you used to smoke? Pack and a half a day. Really? Mm-hmm. I feel like every time I, I have you on the show, I learn weird things. Actually, every time I hang out with you, I learn weirder and weirder things about you. I, and I don't know why smoke, of, of all things you told me, you told me some weird things. Smoking is the one that really like shocks me. I think, it's, I think it's because I've gotten a lot of smokers out of my life. Not intentionally, just by happenstance. You just you know don't roll with them or whatever. Just, just by lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anybody that still smokes is really weird to me. It's such a weird thing to do. I mean, with, with all the prevalence of the information out about it, and we know of all of its predatory marketing and no health benefit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody, when they started at 16, knew all that shit going in, but they still chose to. You know right. what I mean? So I, I don't think I just me. I I never smoke whatever. Um Se- and seventeen, thank you. <laughs> well, correction, for Trish, eighteen. Those eighteen year olds. <laughs> that joke is for nobody but you, Trish. <laughs> um no, I, I think it's always been everyone's been aware of of smoking being bad. Oh, of course, like I, mean, I knew it was bad. Yeah, it's it's not a thing that people that popped up on anybody anytime um, when they started, but people just do it and just I, I got a, I got one friend now, probably one friend now that straight up smokes. Like what the and of course he should quit. Of course I mean, he knows it's fucking him up. I, but I think we know a few people that will will pull on a cigarette when they drink a lot. That to, I'm I'm kind of like eh, that's not really smoking. You know what I mean? Like I, I have a few friends that are that are in that situation. Like ah, uh, you know, I smoke too. Like Thor occasionally will do that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh wait, uh, Becca. Yeah, Ben and Becca will. Do yeah, that. yeah. Becca smokes. Oh shit. A little. A little. Yeah, but yeah. Every time I see her, she's not smoking. So therefore, like, oh, she doesn't have to like go and take a break. She every once in a while smokes. Huh. So yeah, forgot about that. Yeah. So I mean, we know some folks who still like occasionally, maybe every now and again. Have cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, no smokers. That's that's a weird demographic that I've that I've since purged from my life, and it's a very strange. It, it, it's dramatic how, hey, fuck you. How much better it is without. <laughs> oh man, one of my happiest days is an active drinker, mm-hmm. and at the time an active smoker. Right. So it was sort of, uh, half in, half out kind of situation it was when in Ohio they went ahead and outlawed smoking in bars. Right. I was really happy because it meant I could go to the bar and not come home smelling like the bar. Holy shit! Oh, that, so nice. That was the. I think that's my. That is straight up my number one. My not to mention, it probably made health insurance a lot easier on bar workers because they're no longer involuntarily, you know, smoking two packs a night. Fair enough. That was that was only my number one because you know whatever I got, I would take off the clothes that I have at night and put them in the laundry hamper because it's what you do with fucking clothes. You're not crazy. Um, and yeah, hanging out with my smoking friends like it would ruin those clothes. I'd put them in the laundry hamper. All the clothes are now like that's that's needs to be like I can. Hey, sorry, I'm a disgusting bachelor. But every once in a while, I'll fish through like I need that shirt again. Whatever, we're not gonna tell anybody that shit. Um, that entire pile was ruined because smoke. Now it all smells like ass. All smells like fucking garbage. Ah, great. Hey, good news, everybody. I am here today with the one, the only, the man who's who will never get a fair shake on the show for real. Yeah, this is just getting deleted totally by accident <laughs> again. Completely uh, by, that, by accident. I love jokes that are for absolutely nobody but two people. Oh, like 93 Bonnevilles. That joke's for nobody. Anyway. Yeah, I say, that car is for nobody. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, my God. It's for somebody. I saw something on the way here. What's that? I saw 
a lifted Mazda Miata. Shut up. No. I, I swear <laughs> to God. Was it closer to down here or closer to where you were? Uh, it was closer to where I was. Oh, really? I figured like some idiot in the hood's like, yo, man, I got this Mazda Miata. I'm just got to jack this shit right Put up. this on 22s. No, no, no. It was a body lift. Oh, oh. So we still had... 15-inch wheels. Yeah, still have the right wheels. And we have a lift. You just had something eight more inches of ground clearance. Like, what the? Uh, I mean, it, it, to be fair, to be fair, car's low on the ground. You can't get under it to work on it. So there, he, he saved himself some trouble. But that's the fun of having that car. <laughs> you, what, can, you can't flip it. Well, you got to get under it to change the oil. Or he's already ahead of you. He's already ahead of you. Uh, I mean, right. Listen, I've seen, I've seen very... I, I've seen dumb, dumb things done with cars, and that's fucking one of them. God and bless it. And that was it. great. It's a, it's a silver, hardtop, Mazda Miata. Yo, everybody, go go find find that guy and make fun of him. Cause Just fuck point him. and laugh, uh, he, he gets it all the time. I, you know what? I like, I like that guy's commitment to a very stupid idea. <laughs> like, that is that is 100%. Uh, yo. Like, got my damn attention. Like <laughs> He's like, this this bit is going to be done. No matter what, I'm aware of how foolish it, it seems. It's going to happen. Whatever. Uh, we are here in studio with Greg, Big G, G Money, yeah, yeah. G Unit, G Unit, Gregular, Gregular, Old Greg. That Gregular was never uh, that's in the a lexicon. New that's that, good. That's from the Fight Gym. That's good. That's good. I like it. That's pretty strong. Marissa, one of the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu coaches. Yeah. Gave me that nickname out of nowhere. It's like it's regular. He's just all. He's just regular Greg. You know, regular Greg. God, that's good. That's good. Oh man, I. And then she heard of Greggles and was like, "Holy shit, that's the best thing ever." That's from the Nerf days, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's from, from what I understand. I I wonder if I'm going to just explain this to anybody, but it really doesn't matter. So no, all you can just figure out what Nerf days and Greggles means. The Nerf days. The Nerf days. Um. Here, uh, just shockingly, because he's he loves it, he's thrilled about it, he thinks it's everything in the world to him. We're going to talk a little bit about fighting today. We're going to talk about getting fucking smacked in the face. Russell Crowe fighting around the world. Yeah. Are you not <laughs> entertained? Oh, geez. oh shit, you have questions for me. No, I always have. Have I not? Uh, no, these questions. Are, no, no, these are just my, that's, that's keep me on top of things. Don't worry. Don't worry about that. That's. <laughs> Uh, this, this actual is, interview, I got to be on my game. Hell no! This we're <laughs> we are legitimately drinking this time, and, and this is tasty as fuck. I know, way. yeah. Uh, we are legitimately drinking this time, and 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 we have a one on one thing, no, never been done before in the history of Beyond Last Call. Cheers! Yeah, this is gonna be terrible. Sorry, I apologize to my four fans. That almost ended up in the mic. <laughs> That's why I have these pop filters. Anyway, um, you. Are a okay. Start with a little bit about you. You are a man that practice. You practice martial arts for a very long time, yeah. Yeah, for about oh shoot, eight years now. Eight years. Okay. Oh. Uh, actually, not as long as I, I I had in my head. There's a lot of things. Again, I, I have these assumptions about you. Like, I guess it's how you first see. Oh boy, how you first see a human being. So you think that's the, their default state for forever. Like, Greg, he's probably fought. He just came out the womb, just started kicking people. He kicked a doctor right in the face when he came out, you know. Um, no, you've been doing martial arts for eight years. Yes. Uh, what martial arts do you do? Uh, we do a little bit of the Shaolin Kung Fu out of Cincinnati Kung Fu. Yeah. That's been doing that one the longest. Plug that right there. It's a good time. We do a lot of fun traditional Chinese martial arts. So we do 
you know, the mantis forms, the tiger forms, and we do martial and peasant weapons. So we go do everything from, you know, the good old-fashioned Raphael size <laughs> to uh, General Quan's knife, otherwise known as a gigantic fuck-off sword on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, G- what, General Quan? Hmm? What am I thinking of? Uh, the legend of General Quan is that he took... You know, his heavy, 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 heavy broadsword that broke, sh- shoved it on the end of his spear that broke, and wielded this thing one-handed off horseback and just started chopping fools down. Duly noted. I have to, I have to play more Dynasty Warriors. Gotta get oh, yeah. I, Guan Yu. Yeah, yeah. He has that weapon. Oh, is that what that is? Guan Yu has yeah, that? Yeah, he has a massive Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I remember Guan Yu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. That's reference for nobody. Um, and Lu Bu uses a Xi. Ah, is that so? Which are surprisingly versatile. Then yeah. again, so was he. So you <laughs> make him bitch out and leave your side. Uh-huh. Like, mm. this, this is my fucking fantasy right now. Um, anyway, okay, so you, you've done all that. Um, you're telling me you are now evolving into more, um, more mixed martial arts, more something more. You you generally do what is called strike based mm-hmm. martial arts. You've done that for a very long time, yes. which is which is. Two guys standing up, striking each other until somebody essentially gets tagged, hit, knocked down, that whole thing. And then we stop. Yeah, or any variety of scoring systems. You know, yeah. there uh, the tournaments that our system runs in, we do point sparring, right. which I really don't care for. Why, why is that? The strategies involved to doing well in point sparring will get you very badly injured I see. in, S- a, in S- a continuous sw- kind of sparring situation. Sweeping the leg, that whole thing. Yeah. You gotta, gotta sweep the leg. And the way people stand for point sparring is is very side face. Right. So like, your hips and shoulders will be facing one way, and you'll be looking at me ninety degrees from that. Right. It. So if I took a kickboxing stance, as right. opposed to your side face stance, I would kick you in the calf as hard as I could. It seems to me that, and, and this is something that actually I always wanted to ask um, people that are martial artists, the pragmatism. Of some of the, especially of some of the just general martial arts, the pragmatism, of a lot of the different martial arts versus what what's done for forms, what's done for art, what is done for study, um, and it seems like, as you're saying, some of the point systems, some of the way we we've always done this traditionally, it's been this kind of kind of form, and we this is the way we spar, and it feels like yeah, is that the best way you should be, quote unquote, defending yourself? Absolutely not. Yeah, but so- it's. It's a relatively safe way to exhibit things you've been learning. I see. And it's against a prepared opponent. So it's not like you're coming out of the blue and just smacking the crap out of somebody. Right, right. And there's a lot of impracticality in you know, the whole traditional martial arts scene, but they don't... There's also a huge discussion here that I'm trying to find a very diplomatic path through. Nobody listens to this, so fuck it, doesn't matter. So, <laughs> the traditional schools that actually compete tend to have a better reputation about their students, their teachers. Yeah. Because they actually do put things to the test in more than just their own little vacuum. Right. Of just like, hey, your form looks good. Admittedly, there is a lot of that, mm-hmm. which is you know, half the reason I love you know the, the traditional side is I get to learn the forms. I get to learn these neat little stories. Yeah. Pass on this heritage. And it's a ridiculous workout yeah. when you do it right. Right. And, you know, I'm not going to learn spear forms in kickboxing. <laughs> the spears are great. And 
hidden within those stories that are being told in these forms are tons and tons of techniques. Mm-hmm. And you start paying attention, there's really, I mean, I say tons and tons, but it looks like tons and tons of technique. Right. And eventually you winnow it out like, oh, there's only like eight things we're doing realistically in right. most of these forms. <laughs> and if you do those with, and you, and you chop away the dramatic flair, you right. chop away like the theatrics from it, a lot of the things can be used to great effect. But you have to then practice them that way mm-hmm. without the theatrics, without the large movements, right? without the artifice. You just use just like the brute technique and learn how to not necessarily stand and deliver because that's going to get that's going to get you fucked up over time. Yeah. But you learn how to use the high percentage movements and techniques as adeptly as possible. I see. Before I go any further on that, just want to know, where did you where did martial arts start for you? Why did it start for you? How did this all happen? When I was 4. When when you were four, eight years ago? And I was four when I was four, <laughs> 34 years ago. <laughs> I, I, like pro- I probably, like a whole bunch of children in, my gen- in that time, saw the Karate Kid Hell with yeah. Ralph Macchio and uh, Pat Morita. And why are you dropping Pat Morita? Like he was, wait, well, I mean. Are you kidding? He made more of an impression on me than Ralph Macchio did. <laughs> because he made a guy wax a car? Uh, because he was a very sympathetic character. Oh, yeah, true. And an interesting and an interesting side of characters we didn't see much. At least right. I didn't recall seeing a whole lot of when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. No, so I saw Karate Kid, and I was immediately hooked. Like, this stuff's fascinating. Right. Um, but I never really went anywhere. Yeah. Not until, and then when I was 18, I had a couple of friends who were in uh, a Korean art called Hapkido, which is related to, oh, shoot, Taekwondo and Judo. Yeah. And it's... It was interesting to try it out for a little while, mm-hmm. but I was too much of an undisciplined stoner kid at the time to really <laughs> get much out of anything that required discipline. Fair I have enough. no idea how I got through school. <laughs> Wait, isn't that how kids get through school? The biggest fuckers in the world get through I, school. Yeah, school is autocomplete if you go and pay attention. I, I get well, even I, a, a, If you pay attention like this much. Then how did I have so much trouble with it? Because eh, I'm not disciplined, I guess, is the logic. Yeah, I, 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 I hated homework. I hated showing up i hated i hated everything about school just something about it just did not jive well with me and so i i just it was hard for me to go and pay attention and all that stuff so whatever i'm not gonna talk about it. talk I about my fail- I was about that, to say, that's why what, I ha- which which end do we want to be interviewing ah uh, we're doing we're doing everything that's why i have this failing podcast that i'm on <laughs> right now but but fuck you it's mine mrs evans so screw you anyway take that person's probably probably dead anyway and i've always had an interest like I just never had the discipline or mm-hmm. the the motivation to be competitive. Right. Until I was much, much older. Do you want to be competitive now? Oh yeah. Cause to me, or a lot a lot of the things that I that I value about what I see you and a lot of our friends do, I from what I understand karate or should I say karate whatever <laughs> I feel I feel like I, I I don't know which one should I say the pretentious way that's technically correct or say the American way karate I don't know um oh, if you ever listen to like other languages and listen to their R's the American R is completely fucked the it, American R is fucked it sounds like nothing else out there let me think about this because we bunch it up 
like at the back, in the middle of our mouth, at the top, in our teeth. Arr. Yeah, I guess so. But where's that? Where does that come from? That comes from our our German or Germanic ways, no, right? It's, it does not come from there. Where does it come? Because German and German. Uh, okay, Bavarian German and a lot of French. It's a comes but, from the back. But German. But you're talking uh, French, which is a Latin mm-hmm. and. Oh yeah, Bavarian yeah. German is German. So like, like, and English and, is Germanic structure, right? And that's what I'm saying. So I was like, but I was like, oh, it can't come from the the Latin our our Latin half of our fathers, because yeah, because because a that's romantic. because that's you know Italian and like oh no no they they have a pretty easy R. It's probably got to come from our German. They have half. a percussive R, which is fun. They do. Which wh- can you you control your R's? <laughs> Pero and perro. Oh yeah, that <laughs> gonna have to edit that down. Uh, <laughs> a lot a lot of I don't know. A lot of people can't trill their R's, and it's like it's, it's a practice thing. Is it? Yeah. I felt like it just it just came. It was just like uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Was, just doing dumb sound effects when I was you know seven years old. Like oh, dude, get me a machine gun. It's you just figured you're, you're out. You're a natural trap beatbox right there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm a trap queen right now. <laughs> Anyway, um, nine in my right and a 45 in my other hand. Oh, yeah. Cool. By the way, can we talk one thing? I'm so I'm watching uh, Gravity Falls, whatever, right? All right, uh, excellent show, it's pretty good. Robert and Zeddy, go, go, Robert and Zeddy. I've heard that it is a show. Uh, have you have you heard mixed reviews about it? I've I've heard that it's a show. Okay, well, <laughs> fine, whatever. I like Gravity Falls. Apparently, there's a big mystery about it, and you can like solve it. So it's like I had a bunch of DVDs in my hand. Like, which one do I want to next? Gravity Falls. Um, Coolio. Th- this show was filmed in like 2011. Coolio's got a guest spot, and they like dropped him like dropped Coolio in there. Like they like yeah, kids will know who Coolio. Coolio is still officially a one hit wonder. With effectively, Paradise. Effectively. I mean, I've heard it. I remember that I've heard at least like six Coolio oh, songs. Oh yeah, I, I have too because I listen to I listen to uh, you know shout outs W H H H Who's Your Hot ninety six dot three in Indianapolis. Um, man, that was me growing up. So it was it was top forty um, hip hop and R and B that whole thing. So so not the top hundred which you would hear on another shout out to Indianapolis Z ninety nine point five WZPL. Um, you know you would hear the the size like okay these are these are all. But so the one that charted at number twenty in hip hop was nowhere near top one hundred. So yes, I know Fantastic Voyage. I yeah, yeah. ride, ride, who ride? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We we know Gangsta's Paradise, obviously. We know um, he's been around. Yeah, yeah. He's been, he's been around, but but effectively, he's a one hit wonder. He has a very narrow window that I recall. Not like ninety five. He has been riding the Coolio train, like just like no, this is who I am. Well. I'm just the guy with the hair. Didn't and he pull like Billy Dee Williams and have a domestic violence, or might or that be slanderous at this point? Because I don't remember. I, you know, mm, no, you're just you're just simply asking me. And yeah. again, fact checking will ruin this podcast. So yes, <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> he did. He beat he beat his husband. How about that? Yeah, we yeah, got some pro- progressive hip hop. <laughs> nobody, nobody knows. Whatever, I'm checking that. Um, but Coolio is just like all it, like he has been. I've seen him do cameos and voice acting and all this for forever yeah. for a guy yeah. that's straight. I'm sure there's somebody like Pat Benatar. You don't hear about no Pat Benatar nowadays. Is Pat Benatar still alive? Yes. It, really? Yes. You know that off the top of your head? I think I, I, I saw her. You, you matter of fact, you, you just stuck on your couch. No. Um, that's crazy. Um, 
I don't know if Pat Benatar is alive. Pat Benatar had a great career. Like, she was a thing in the 80s. Oh, yeah. You know? And, but Coolio is in Gravity Falls that was filmed in 2011. Did, like, he have the, did he have the tiny little braids? Because nobody else has seen him with anything else. Because that's <laughs> way out of style. But, of course, he has a stupid friggin' hair thing. Because I know what two else would dudes be? that walk around with those tiny little braids. That mm, You've met one of them. Tiger has that? Yeah, he does that occasionally. Okay. I'm not... You know... Again, again, just going way off topic. Kawhi Leonard, get rid of the cornrows. Cornrows are out, man. I never liked them. Kawhi Leonard is like holding on to this like core, like, nah, man, cornrows. Fuck it, they're coming back. Like, it's like if he had a jerry curl in 1995. Like, come on, man. Just get (laughs) Allen Iverson got rid of his. Like, everybody got rid of him. We're done with cornrows, but Kawhi Leonard is holding on. He's holding on for dear life for that style. There's there's one group of people I see with cornrows consistently. Uh, I'm I'm guessing women fighters. Yep. Yeah. Women fighters are male fighters with long hair. Pragmatic though. Yeah, oh yeah. So that, that, that's completely different. And also, those women generally, I would assume, I don't know, but I, generally when I see them, they braid them up for for fight day or you know a couple of days out or whatever. They the like day uh, before usually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they like they like let it rock, just like working out, doing thing, pull up in a bun. But then when like okay, I gotta braid these up because because I that, I ain't got time for that in my face. Yeah, like that's clear. Yeah, so I understand that. That's that's different. Oh yeah, it's it's great because Lucy went from like you know like mid rib length hair to yeah. it's all on her head. Damn, dang, that's, that's tight braids. <laughs> you got them tight braids, boy. And uh, still, somehow, the chick managed to grab on to something for a minute there. Ah, shit. Lucy's mean when she wrestles. Yeah. Like, yeah. she's backed me up with strikes before. Yeah. And she fights at 135 pounds. Yeah. She backed me up into a wall. Ooh, boy. <laughs> like, damn, slow down. Wait, wait, wait. Lucy see anybody right now? Yeah, Malachi. He's awesome, though. Oh, okay. T- tell Lucy I said what's up. All right. <laughs> this entire, this is... Welcome back to Jokes for Nobody cast, <laughs> by the way. That joke is for like four people as well. Oh, yeah. I was going to try to introduce you to a couple of other nice women I know. Oh, yeah. At my birthday party. I figured everybody would be fucking social, but uh, Ashley and Natasha did not show up because uh, they had things to do, apparently. Uh, raspberries. Whatever. It's fine. Listen, uh, you, listen, you're doing God's work around here for me. Let that be known. Let that I try. Be- <laughs> I try. How did you come out to Michelle's birthday? I thought you two hate each other. I do. No, no. <laughs> she just hates me. Oh. You invited me out. There's a difference because it's right. It's like four blocks away from here. Well, I know. It's super convenient. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. If if Michelle would have had her way, I would not would have come to I would have not come to that. But, you know, like. Obviously. Uh, but sometimes I got to put my t- testes on the table. You yeah. Know? Full disclosure. We could have had a nice little fight cast today. But you know what? Michelle refu- refuses. <laughs> She refuses to accept my gracious <laughs> friendship. She hates me so much. Hate. It just hates It's me. kind of a strong word. Uh, she Listen, when she makes all these excuses every single time, every single time, we never see each other. Well, you guys were at my birthday. You saw each other. She begrudgingly came to your birthday like, oh, is that, is that one guy going to be there? Oh, uh, uh, fine. I guess I love you. Whatever. I guess I can tolerate you. Yeah, that's how that goes. Um... So I guess we're going to roll back to where, where the hell were we about Coolio and such? I don't remember. Who? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I asked about the hair. No, no. That was before that. Lost that shit. Who cares? <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> going back to uh, life, that the idea of that and some of these more, quote unquote, spiritual martial <laughs> arts, I get down with that. I really like that idea. 
Like, I'm not, uh, our good friend Katie told me the other day about how she does martial arts. It, it's all for self-improvement. She all, mm-hmm. It's all internal. Like, she has to do tests and spar against people to, you know, go up in, in belts and things like that. But she's like, I'm, I'm not doing this to fight anybody. I never want to have to fight anybody. She's got bad knees, whatever. Um, so... And I'm like, yeah. Bad knee is a trick elbow. <laughs> she has a she has a fake face, is what it is. She actually is. She's Mission Impossible three. She like peels it off at the end of the night. It's crazy. Um, she's she's actually she's actually Darren Hutchinson. That's her name, and nobody knows that. Yeah, but I, I like the idea of of doing this all for self self benefit, self improvement. You know, the idea of of fighting somebody gives me no pleasure whatsoever. You know. Oh no, I'm not looking forward to the fights. <laughs> Wait, what's what's the difference? D- I am fixing that. some dramatic personality flaws. <laughs> care to elaborate? No, he doesn't. Yeah, no, care to elaborate? It's a little tricky to elaborate, but I'll see what I can do. Sure. You may have to keep asking me questions. But All right. Okay. Question. So I mean, it's it's super confrontational. I mean, yeah, yeah. obviously. And you know, I've not throughout life ever been super great with Things that are directly in my face. Okay, and I, th- I would like to be a little better with that. With re- with respect to that, you have not been very good at things with your face, as in you've overreacted or quote unquote underreacted. Underreacted. Okay, like until something is just too much, and then I will overreact. overreact. You you, do, you don't you don't have throttle, as it were. Yeah, it's zero t- or a hundred. I tend to be the same way, and I would like throttle. I would like a very nice deliberate, like all right. This is what's happening. Now. Like I'm addressing this at this level before I just go out and pistol whip somebody. You know that like like it's 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 either like hey man please leave me alone and then all of a sudden cop you know cops and and uh, ambulances are showing up that kind of situation. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. have like teeth in my elbow. Yeah, yeah. How you don't want that. Oh, <laughs> what's just blacked out? Mm. What 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 state am I in? Well, you're in state penitentiary. That's where you are. Oh, hey. not again. Oh, eh, no again. It's fine. But um. Yeah, so... So, I mean, I had... Okay, so in sparring, I have really nice control. Like, to the point where some of my coaches get annoyed with me because they, they're like, Greg, you're over-controlling everything mm-hmm. you do. You're allowed to hit people in sparring. It's okay. Right. <laughs> so, I'm getting better with that. Yeah. And, I mean, it, it ultimately, it is just self-improvement. I want to be able to decide and do things more often instead of, like, deciding and then vacillating, over-analyzing... Is that moment to moment situation because martial arts is very moment to moment as opposed to like well I can, I can decide I can think about what I'm going to cook for dinner I can think about what uh, my next step is in my career blah 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 you you have these moment to moment reactions yes you have a plan but you really have to decide then and there what you're going to do where you're going to step where your where your weight is going to be is that is is that more of a benefit to you on a grander scale. Oh, absolutely. The like, idea that you're, you're just it like... It helps with the moment, just like moment to moment on anything. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm, I'm okay at planning out a week. I'm okay at... Less okay at planning out a month. <laughs> but, you know, I get the basics down. So, you got, you got, you got your, your lovely lady that you're with all the time. Uh, you, she notorious on you about, about long-term plans or anything? Or have you always, always been good at that? I don't know. Just see where you feel. Where you fall, rather. Because I, I think I... I feel like I get generic long-term plans... But I let things be loose. Yeah, you know, like, and like, like as long as the the broad strokes are in agreement. Yeah, like it's fine. Yeah, okay, I so I try kids, no, good, me neither. <laughs> I'm coming to realize that my my life is predicated on buying six of everything, 
because so I I somehow and six. I'm using and you pulling them right out of my ass. All right. Um, I was like, where the hell is my stupid cord for this for the setup here? I was like, where the hell did I? Oh, I gave one to a friend because he needed one for his car, and then I, I don't know where the other one is. Like, oh, I just know where that. I I have so many of these stupid um us not usb uh three and a half inch three and a half inch you know mail to mail cables because at some point as opposed to just trying to find the one i have and do i just go to the store every get get another one i go to store every like two months and just buy another one just until i have like 19 i have so many phone chargers lying around that i don't keep track of them i just like you don't have to you got one in every socket there's some there's some somewhere just grab out of the one place that one of the places that it usually is you will find them and uh, and they'll be there. So that is what my life's predicated on. That's why I have a setup that's all these entertainment and video games and TVs there, and also one in the bedroom because I I don't know whatever. If anything happens, I have computers everywhere and phone. I have like ten phones or some crazy shit. You a spy? I there's been a lot of discussion. There's been a lot of a lot of hullabaloo about what I've been uh, doing in my spare time and what I do. Apparently, people think. I mean that's that's some straight up field craft, right? It's there. it's nuts, but whatever. I I I famously left my phone at my free, which one of those things that like y'all didn't think that's fucking weird. Y'all didn't think that's crazy. I left my phone at a, at a friend's house, mm-hmm. just sitting there. I go home, say, "Oh shit, I lost my phone." Call up my friends from my number and say, "Hey, uh, is my phone sitting there?" Yeah, it's right here. Okay, I'm gonna come back and I'll, I'll get it in a second. Nobody like like Blunk and I like. How did you do that? Like, <laughs> most people don't know your phone number anymore. No, but but it still comes up as Thomas. Oh, like like it like I. Oh, call- your phone said Thomas's phone. Yeah, t- like like hey, this is Thomas. Like I know it's in my phone. You're calling from your your normal number. Yeah, is my phone there? Yeah, it's there. Okay, yeah, that doesn't seem weird to you that I'm calling. Somehow well, calling you. Now it does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But whatever. I that that's also the reason because I lose phones and shit. But I'm also a total spaz. Like sometimes I'll be, you know, on my phone with it up to my ear talking. Hey Thomas, how's it going? Right. Getting out of the car. What's going on? Oh yeah, having a great day. Oh fuck. Where the fuck's my phone? <laughs> um, I'm an idiot. Oh, damn it. Oh, I'm an idiot. Eh, whatever. I, I I can never find I can I I'm pretty sure I threw away uh, my again one of the reasons why I have multiple things multiple of everything I threw away my my key to my car once just threw it away garbage I'm I'm fairly certain that's how it happened what yeah threw it away just fuck you <laughs> yeah I was like oh, fuck this car I don't need that shit um no I I was super tired one day and I knew I had to go out to to I had to get some groceries drove home whatever. I sat down for just like, I need a second to sit down. I was falling asleep on the couch, ate some yogurt. It's like, all right, time to go back. Where the hell are my keys? <laughs> like, I literally just drove home <laughs> and sat down for 10 seconds. Where the hell are the keys? Oh, well. And I've been rocking my spare key since forever. But I'm like, I'm pretty sure I threw those bitches away. Like, just, no, we're just done just, with you. Boom. There we go. It's, <laughs> it's been a pain in the, my ass for a very long time. But whatever, we're fine. It's why, again, why, it's why I have two cars because. <laughs> Shit happens every once in a while. I'm just like, you know what? Just take the other car. Like I, that's my life. I just take the other car to, at times. It's an interesting set of problem solving skills you have there. You know, it's taken me a long time to get to this point in my life, but it's it hey, works. There's a process, <laughs> and it seems to work. It works. It works super well now. I am, I am invincible in a lot of respects. I am so shallow 
and so crushed and so lonely on the inside. But when we're talking about material things, I got more than you know ten of them. So whatever. You got thirty-four of these very nice condenser mics. I see them right over there. Hell yeah, jeez. We 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 could have so many people on this podcast. Yeah, we have two. Um. Anyway, no, we're okay. Yeah, so we're talking about questions. Listen, Greg, this question. Real talk. Real talk. Do you what? know? Have you heard that song? What's that? R. Kelly. Real talk. I think I Real have. Real talk. <laughs> I think I have. Is that the one that that just like he breaks? Real talk. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. Let's do, we're gonna go out on that. We're gonna go out on Real Talk by R. Kelly. No, I don't. Have, I don't have that kind of budget. Um. No. Real talk. Real talk. Greg. Yes. What is a word that people mispronounce that drives you bonkers? Oh, no. why are you doing this to me? Because I love you. I don't love anybody. Anyway. Well, okay. Mispronounce because like they just scramble it or because they say it totally like it's not spelled. Wh- whichever one. Whatever whatever thing just, just okay. gets you riled Because I hear supposedly. Supposedly? And I want to punch them in their mouth. I, I say supposedly from something. I forget where I got that from. It's it's uh, Bernie Mac bit or something. It's something that I that I've done forever. And I'm like, why do I say that? And and again, now I'm to the point where I've done it for so long, I don't remember why I do the bit. And it's like, well, that's just what I do. Well, I say some idiosyncratic thing. I yeah. have something like Supposedly, that. Supposedly. I don't know why. There's also if you say irregardless. Irregardless. I I but, stop and just look at you for a moment. For the record. I used I used to say irregardless like when I was whatever 15 12 13 something like that and I like it was like irregardless I'm like what and I thought about it for a second oh that's double negative okay I get I get it I get why that is and then I was like I can stop that though I like the word irrespective oh irrespective is a lovely word my my former boss used that all the time I'm just like that's mine people if you get on me cuz they're like irrespective wait that's not a yeah it is just I'm not going to say the word you think I'm going to say I'm not gonna relax this one up. Yeah, exactly. Out. Yeah, yeah. Irrespective, which I like. Um, st- supposedly, <laughs> uh, st- yeah. So when st- I hear supposedly, I just supposedly nuclear, <laughs> nuclear. Like, don't take a nuclear. I'm like, it's nowhere near spelled like that. There is, I, there was somebody professional, a journalist or something that was saying nuclear the other day. I was like, mm-hmm. damn it. There's, there was a weapons expert on the History Channel that said nuclear. Oh, man, that's rough. Of course, his head was shaped like a triangle, and he didn't have a neck. He looked like sloth from the Goonies. I was assuming he looked like Patrick from SpongeBob. Um, I more act, that's more accurate. <laughs> Thank more, you. More apt. Um, I'm, I'm not... Drives me bonkers. Chipotle. Like... Oh, so my father. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> he says Chipotle. Because I'm like, you know, it's like... My, I fucked that one up on purpose to say Chipotle. <laughs> it's a thing that's just sitting right there. I'm just like, you know, it's, it's right there on the sign. You, like, like, you have all the right letters. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's right. It, I I think it drives me bonkers because it is right, it's right there. And, it, like, it feels like people are just trying not to correct it. Just like, mm, Chipotle. Like, no, it's, it's you can read it right there. Chipotle. Lay. Lay, lay. Yeah, the L E comes lay. after. Like just lay. just get it once and you'll like, oh I fuck it up. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll say it right. And like, yeah. Thank you. No, no. People always say Chipotle. Whatever. Uh pretty much anybody that fucks up some of the little French idioms. Like what? Well, Fox Pass. I've heard Who that. Who says that? I've heard that a couple Holy times. Holy shnikes. What? Fox Pass. Fox Pass. That's a good one. That's, like, okay. That's fantastic. Okay. Wow. 
you would just have supreme confidence in your complete ignorance. Huh, That's that amazing. One, that one's hard. Uh, I I know I've heard miss people. I've heard people mispronounce joie de vivre, but <laughs> I can't. I don't know how. I think I cannot at the moment recall how they butchered that one. I, you know, here's the thing. I don't think I've ever seen that spelled out. So all I know is joie de vivre. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like 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 like. I only know it from the fucking nanny. So <laughs> it like how if I there are a few French expressions or words that I see. I'm like. That's how that's spelled. Holy shit! Yeah. I just knew it by by phone, you know, by phonetically or phonetically. French so, is a fun language like that. French is is got crazy spellings, by the way. The Swiss Army knife brand, Victorinox. I didn't what now? Victorinox. Wait, let's dial this back for a second. The Swiss Army br- Swiss Army brand. Yeah, Victorinox. I didn't know that. that it, it's loosely based on French. It's there's also. Uh, that's really old, old, old French when they would pronounce the X. If if you just handed me a, a knife with all the attachments, all that, I would just say, like, yeah, that's Swiss Army knife. Yeah, that's done by the Swiss Army. The Swiss Army makes those. That's all they have in Switzerland. They just make the knife. Oh, they, don't have a, they don't have a anything. They just have the knives. Oh, that's how they go to war. No, every 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 citizen has a gun. Oh yeah, that's that country. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> Um, okay, so you're you're transitioning now, though. You said uh, transitioning now. I see that you now want to be called Gregelia. No. Um. <laughs> Georgina. Georgina. I want to be called Bernice. Uh, uh, that's mean. I'm sorry. Uh, whatever. Um, we'll edit that. <coughs> I'll edit that back in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fix it in post. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not fixing shit in post. I'm just going, doing this raw. Um, yeah, good. We... Um, we're transitioning from a strike-based, uh, you know, this is kickboxing, this is uh, uh, judo to a lesser extent, um, you know, yeah. stand-up fighting to something like you're saying Brazilian j- jiu-jitsu and, mm-hmm. re- and like wrestling and things like that. Why? So you're getting into that now, and why is that? Um, they're okay. Number one, they're available to me, <laughs> and it's there. I'm like, man, that looks interesting. Like it looks odd. Right, just looking in on it, like what the, f- what is going on here, and then I don't know how to explain it, but it's a hell of a lot more fun to do than it looks like it is. Yeah, that that seems. I, I don't know. Now again, different strokes, different folks. I don't know how I feel about that. Like it, like feels it, like it's weirdly cerebral. Hmm. There's a lot of using everything to make something happen. Yeah. And realizing that pretty much every natural instinct I have to prevent something from happening. Is the wrong one. <laughs> wait, wait, explain that to me. So like, go, 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 go so into that one. One of the things that uh, one way to beat somebody in jujitsu is to something called submit them by submission. Okay, you can do that a variety of ways. You can do chokes. Let's say, let's say we're not using a gi, so just like clothes, just regular street clothes, or like you know, cops version shirtless and jorts. <laughs> <laughs> and just you know, we get in a fight, yeah. and there's nothing really to grab onto other than just like. You know, collegiate wrestling. Right. You don't. You can't use someone's clothes to your advantage at this point. Yeah. So you can choke them out. You know, get your arm, hand or arm up in their throat and keep them from breathing, mm-hmm. or prevent blood flow from going to their brain. Right. <laughs> so breath choke, blood choke. Yeah. And some yeah. things do both. And those are terrible. Boy, I'm glad I glad we studied all this peaceful Shaolin. The and the beautiful ways of, oh, yeah. of the a Shaolin. Pe- some of the Shaolin punches are straight up to collapse somebody's <laughs> voice box. <laughs> Isn't that a religion? 
it's there's philosophical ones. Yeah, right? exactly. Like feels like feels like oh by the way, this related to Buddhism and Taoism. And exactly, and like oh no, we just crack people's heads right open. Like, wait a minute, this, uh, <laughs> where is the, the whole one that's just like this is a religion? Also, we fight people. You know, whatever. Anyway, um, I mean, Taoists. I mean, when you start doing the meditative things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, tai Chi is what I'm thinking. And Tai Chi, that's what I'm thinking. Tai Chi is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's great for learning how to move everything together. Hmm. Like if you do the breathing right, like they talk about the chi being used in Tai Chi. Right. It's not, it's not some super mystical energy. <laughs> it is extraordinary coordination and timing of breath to hmm. maximal effect. Really? If you, I mean, it's science. It's scientific. It it seems to be well observed that if you exhale and scream a little bit like when you hit somebody or yeah. when you try to do something difficult and hard you get a little extra out of it oh yeah tai chi is a hell of a lot of breathing mm -hmm. very slowly <laughs> so you're learning extraordinary breath control and how to put a little extra pretty much in any movement mm -hmm. and you're learning how to go from a deep stance on your right to very deep stance on i mean this is very elementary Super deep stance on your right to a super deep stance on your left while throwing a punch. Right. So you transition all your weight from one foot to the other to your hand, where it's going to hit something. Mm -hmm. And you learn every muscle involved and how to coordinate every freaking millimeter of that li kinetic linkage. And it just takes a while, that's all. Yeah, yeah. And it's also for super duper up-close combat. Mostly standing. Yeah. So striking. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so uh, jujitsu. Yeah, you, tra your transition. You transition to into more, more. One of the fun things you can do is you start isolating people's limbs. Mm -hmm. So natural instinct when somebody gets on you is to push them away. Right. So suddenly your arms are way, like your hands are way far away from your core. Right. So your arms extended. Your yeah. arm is now really easy to isolate. Right. And it gets pulled over and bent. It may be broken. <laughs> yes. Again, that this is going off uh, a place where like I, I could not care less to be you know the idea of brazilian jiu-jitsu mm -hmm. you know and i know a lot of people it has a lot of practical applications like it, it is absolutely great it's for um a friend a person friend of the show that did the, did the podcast a little while uh true was a bouncer for a while mm. and he did oh yeah did learn how to get like right up on somebody and use your body to make someone else supremely uncomfortable yeah he was he, he did a lot of wrestling back in his high school days oh, and then yeah. he transitioned to to bjj and he was like yeah that that really helped like for for bouncing, like it it was like I can shut this down a lot faster than trying to like grab a guy and punch a guy and do yeah. like like and you I don't can even necessarily shut this down. Somebody. Yeah, it's just like no, you're you're down. You're just calm down. Yeah, man. exactly that that whole thing. So I, I understand the practical applications for it, but it does feel like a very aggressive kind of art. That's the weird thing. Like they tell me it's not. I can't see how <laughs> it's not because the, the entire well, it, it because, seems like, our like American paradigm is wrestling. Okay. Wrestling is incredibly aggressive. Okay. Like, um, if you incorporate good freestyle American wrestling into Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, like the takedowns and the amount of just attack, attack, attack that comes with it and all the movement and the intensity, it's way more aggressive. Mm -hmm. BJJ can be played incredibly defensively mm -hmm. and very relaxed. Hmm. So it's there's a stylistic difference. It depends on who you're talking to. Okay. Uh, if you're really good, you tend to be more relaxed. It burns a lot less energy. But I, I feel like the, the focus on limbs, the focus mm -hmm. on incapacitation, and incapacitation can go both ways, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, 
limbs incapacitation, th- th- things like that is a lot different than something that I put in my head, um, Aikido, right? Which is, mm-hmm. or in judo to a, I think judo is probably in the same way, which, which is, hey, you come at me, my entire idea is to bring you, push you, and you go that way. Use your, use your force against you. Oh, there's a lot of that in jiu-jitsu as well. But it feels like Aikido is just like, you do whatever you need to do, and I, I will keep making sure you don't touch me until you realize you aren't going to be able to hit me, as opposed to BJJ, which is like, oh, if you throw a strike at me, I will take your arm and put it in a place where you can't use it. But it's still that very aggressive kind of nature to me. And it just well, I mean, it comes it comes out of uh, luta livre, which is uh, no effectively Brazilian no holds barred fighting. Right. I mean, it was a spectacle sport. Yeah, it still is. And I mean, the rule sets for that are just there. Nothing. No yeah, exactly. You bring a gun. How that go? Oh, fuck it. He's, he's going to get a whip. He's got a whip? Yeah, fuck it. He's going old school. Yeah, you get punched in the back of the head legally That's there. That's crazy. Which is like, no. Yeah, it's No, nuts. thank you. Yeah. So, I mean, it came out of, it, it, it's born out of that. And, and you know, defending yourself. Right. And taking care of whatever needs to be taken care of. I mean, and it's loosely based on Japanese, like regular jujitsu. Yeah. But with a lot of practice, a lot of competition yeah a lot of crucible work like it gets it gets ground down to some of the finer points of things that work pretty much all the time uh just a a lot of this and and in this case yeah you're right i mean it is it is intended to be used yeah oh oh, by all means so like aikido isn't is hopefully not used yeah yeah this is intended like oh go over there and do it now yeah 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 go bring go bring a trophy back but again, that's half and half. That's, that's where I lie with a lot of martial arts. With it, it, a lot of the things that I do are all about um, self improvement. You know, like like I was referencing Katie a little bit earlier. Um, it's all about like I, I in my past years been a gym rat. What am I going to do with that? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Like I'm stronger. Okay. Nothing. I just want to see if I can lift heavier and heavier weights and run further and further and climb higher and higher. Like like it is. No application, but for self-satisfaction, because it is a goal that I want to hit. And martial arts has always been this thing that I've loved for that reason. But as it's gotten closer, as it's gotten more and more, I'll even say this, financially viable mm-hmm. overall in this country, um, there have been more, there's been a, a bigger, um, there's been a bigger focus on, on fighting, on competition, mm-hmm. on things that, that, Put people in direct conflict, in direct conflict with each other, you know. And and again, more power to people that want to be that. And I, I've heard you tell me stories, and I've heard stories about people that that love that. I have never been that guy. Even I love basketball, and I still would like, man, just rather just fuck around. I'd rather just fuck around. Like, well, we, you gotta, we gotta play twenty one. You gotta win. You gotta do this. Gotta be teams. Like, nah, I'd rather just fuck around. I just like playing basketball. You know what I mean? Like, it takes a lot for me to want to be serious. Let's put it that way. Yeah, like, yeah. And when I want to be, ser- and I'd like to be. I like to have better control over when I want to be serious too. Yeah, because I like winning. I like doing, like as contra- uh, you know, as contrary, and I am <laughs> about points ball. <laughs> I have played sports, right, right, and I do genuinely enjoy it. But like, if there's no chance of being on an organized, like, hey, let's have a fucking league, then yeah, I'm just gonna fuck around. Yeah, yeah, and just have fun. Yeah, I and do and play a horse for four hours. <laughs> there. I have used, uh, for whatever this is worth, there are things that I do now. All my hobbies, 
I'm gunning for this. This is my real like hobby that I love. This is the, the project of pa- uh, project of passion right here. And and I just like bullshit and talking with people that whole thing. A lot of these things I do are just for the sake of telling jokes yeah, and having meet, something yeah. and meeting new people. That's that's what I really do all this bullshit for. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I do things in life to I, okay. Uh slightly real talk time, I guess. Good friend of the family passed away. Okay. Uh, over the 4th just after the 4th of July. And uh, my our good friend Russell. Mm-hmm. Love Russell to death. Russell's an awesome person. Was an awesome person. And uh, one thing he always strove for was to always just be interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think one of his tips for relationships was find somebody you can stand being around. <laughs> and like that was the only advice. <laughs> yeah, no, that's <laughs> so. I mean, <laughs> and you know, I've uh, since I've known him as an adult. Right, like I've known him since I was six or seven. Mm-hmm. But as, since I've known him as an adult, I've, I've sort of adopted a couple of his outlooks, and one of which is just try to be interesting. Yeah, try to have something, and you know. I mean, not so I dominate a conversation or not so I'm the center of attention, but just so I know I can contribute, be there, you know, have people want to talk to me. I don't, I find that at times, I, I don't know where the line of pretension and self and self-improvement, where that line is, is divided, where that line actually lies in the sand. Because at a certain point, or, well, I'll say this. It is, and things are interesting to me, and things are fun, and I like talking about things that that I like to do. Mm-hmm. But where, it, yeah, where is it? When is it, is it appropriate for me to keep it inside and just say this is this is me? This is what, if somebody comes to me and asks me about it, oh man, I'll open up like crazy. Oh yeah. But so I when I ask you about why you're now you know a vegan atheist, you'll tell me everything. <laughs> no, most vegans will tell you why they're vegans. The, Absolutely, first thing that comes out of their mouth. Hey, okay, didn't even know that shit. Oh, shit. oh by the way, shout outs to a person that does not listen to the show. Rachel, you are. Uh, actually, I didn't call her out, but point is, she is, and she never beats me up for it. Or rather, she never she never put puts that as a main part of our relationship. And I never like stress it on her. And we go out to eat, and just like, oh, we're going to eat somewhere that can accommodate yep. both of us. Fuck it, who cares? Cool. Yeah, you know. So shout and outs I, to her. That gets easier every year. In, in more respect. There's more and more vegan options. Everywhere. There are, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, oh, yeah, and shout out to Tiger who uh, kind of helped me, helped me with her specifically. I was like, mm, I gotta get a place for us to eat, like, and I was like, okay, yeah, need some, need some places. Talking about my talking about myself is very difficult for me. I, I always fi- find that difficult because I know people that are just kind of insufferable when they talk about themselves, and so oh my, am I being that guy right now? Am I that asshole? Like, I never know when that is. I guess I should uh, somewhat amend what I said. No. Do things. Nope, can't do that. Sorry, this is all the time we have ah. on the... Ah, fuck it. Uh, when, I, when I say try to you know, be interesting, that's like live your goddamn life. Yeah. And do things you find interesting. And you know, if you have some level of passion about it, like actually, like you're actually into the thing that you say you're into, that'll come across pretty well. I if you just cultivate... Hobbies, if you cultivate interests for the sake of having 16,000 interests that you know like a quarter inch about, it'll show fairly, pretty quickly. Uh, but I'm like that, and I, and I, do, I do that. And I'm, I'm very... Yeah, I've yet to actually run you dry on a topic. <laughs> and I like that. I like that. But, but it's half and half. I know things that I... That I, I but again, 
my hobby is actually doing the show. So I need to be able to talk to people. And I need to be able to, again, you if if you throw me any piece of information, I have to be able to run with it. That's oh, sure. that's a that's a strength of mine. So when it comes you've down, you've also done improv and stand up. So this is yeah, you but, have some practice. But it's that it's that idea that I have to. I would like to be able to talk to any about anybody about anything in some form. Like it, it even works even better when I know little as a little bit less about it, so I can say I know this much. You tell me more. So that's oh yeah, that's this, a nice interviewing kind of situation. Yeah, it's like so. Um, I know a little bit about this. Like let's let's talk more about this because it seems interesting. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I and I but I seem I seem I tend to put a lot of judgment on people for being basic white bitches, basic ghetto hood rats. You know what I mean? Like, like it, is that so bad? Is that so bad to be a basic white bitch? If you're actually buying into the stereotypes, yeah, it's a problem. But, I mean, it's it's problem with giant quotation marks. Yeah. I mean, if they're, if they're honestly and, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> Say that sentence out loud. Say it out loud. <laughs> if they're genuinely just a hood rat, if they're then genuinely a basic bro, then it's you know it's their life. Yeah, I just I, I but I, like if you just stop for a second and look at the person talking to you, more often than like and listen, you know, and actually hear the words and yeah. the usages and you know. The subtext that may or may not be there, yeah. Then you can tell what they are. I mean, it takes a little while. You have to do this a few times. It's not like it's not like a five second, fifteen second conversation with somebody's going to tell you everything you need to know. You got you got to spend some time. If you, but you can figure folks out fairly quickly. Like they they will tell you what they are. I have always felt that. I have felt that people um, are all unique. I I had. A huge dust up. One of my faults. One of the things that I like it. It showed my my shortcomings so greatly that night. <laughs> but I had a huge, long ass bullshit ass argument with some dude. Shortcomings uh, other than being under six foot. How my pride <laughs> get the oh episode delete. Oops, I deleted another episode that Greg was on. That's only because you whip burned me so nicely with that one. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't I don't remember what, what I remember it specifically. I don't. I, don't I was remember. referencing somebody else who, uh, you know, is not having the best time in their lives, but still when he goes out and tries, he can get some and then without a beat, you're like, Oh yeah, how tall is he? I'm like, Oh, he's like my height. Uh, Boom, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Boom. Short short hurts. Anyway, <laughs> whatever. Uh by the way, ladies, I am six foot two. Short. Anyway, sure. um, five eight and a half. Always, by the way, people that are, guys that are five eight always always say the half. They always say the half. Um, they do. It's a really weird thing for us. Um, no, uh, um, expose my shortcomings horribly because I if people just get under my skin. Say something that gets under my skin. I can't let it go because I'm such an asshole. But whatever. Um, had this whole thing, and and our crux of our argument was that he felt that he understood people immediately. And my entire philosophy on life is that everybody is unique. No matter how close you are, no matter how similar your life has been to anyone else's, you do not have the exact same story as this next person. 
and we went on about this for hours after everybody was done drinking and leaving the party. We were just fucking arguing about this nonsense. I know this person, don't I? No, no, you don't, which is, no. Hopefully, I will never have to get to know that person, (laughs) so fuck off. I don't remember his name. Um, But, yeah, that's how I was like, no, I'm done with this guy. But um, it is... It was that. Like, I, I feel like everybody has a unique story. That's that is my philosophy. Nobody's ever going to tell me different. I understand that it's, it, it is easy to categorize people, but I think one of the things that we don't do as as humans is understand that you can't put a label on everybody. Like, yes, this person is tall, short, black, white, gay, straight, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we want to put everybody in nice little boxes because it makes things work and it makes it easy. And we don't have to work for that, that information or work to understand this person. Like let's say bam, Democrat, bam, uh, um, uh, you know, whatever inner city guy, bam, rich, bam, poor. Got it. Well, this person is completely unique and has a, uh, uh, some interesting story about them. Let's go figure that out. Just theory of mine. I'm also super cynical, <laughs> but not, but not, not as arrogant as I am cynical, so I don't pretend I can know every like know somebody really fast. Right. It's gonna take me a bunch of interactions, but in the end they will tell me who they are. Yeah. I I think I ha- <laughs> do I do have a hard time. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Most people are pretty expressive even if they don't mean to be. Yeah, well that that I think that goes about how Because everybody wants to be recognized. Everybody wants to be like Accepted. Everybody wants to be heard. Yeah. Everybody wants to be accepted. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. I, maybe, I, yeah, I maybe, say, maybe not. On I say one, yes. They would all like to feel accepted. Or just be like acknowledged. Acknowledged. Heard. Yeah. That's that's what I feel. Um, people's affectations, uh, verbally, visually, the things they wear, the things they, they do, their mannerisms, all their all little affectations, I think, are big clues. Just are you good at noticing, like, that person clearly wears glasses always even contacts. Why is it, okay, so this person has this thing about them, they don't feel confident in their glasses or they, they do physical activities which makes their glasses fall off, so now what? And then you ask all these questions you get to know, I'm like, oh, this is the reason why I pick contacts over glasses because I can change my eye color or whatever it is. You know, like you just, picking up on those cues are, are what was it like? Like, I have dumb questions that I ask everybody. Like, gee, seriously, we're real talking right now. We're real talking. Real talk. What is... The one flavor of anything you always have to try. Bacon. Bacon flavored anything. You're like, you're like on it. I uh, gotta see if they did it right. <laughs> so like, all right, let's see what happens. So bacon soda, you're all about that? I'll at least try it. I, I think there there is bacon. Actually, there, there definitely is bacon soda. I forget where it's where you can see. I think Rocket Fizz, that place um it's around that's around the nation, has bacon soda. But yeah, ba- bacon anything, you're down for it. Bacon and steak. Steak? Oh my god. Wait, grilled, th- grilled steak like carne asada. Yeah. Uh, did, did, hmm, oh, okay, yeah, good, good. I, I was thinking like, do they have steak flavored like random things like steak flavored like candy and shit? Canada, <laughs> Canada has grilled steak flavored blue corn Doritos. The, okay, um, I, I'd be I'd be down for that. Holy shit, be down for that. They're pretty okay. <laughs> America has ruffles that are Canadian all dressing, which is I'm like, oh, this is kind of weird. Fully dressed Canadian ruffled chips. Uh, yeah, is it fully dressed or all dressing? Yeah, something like it, that. Yeah, I think it's all all dressing or whatever. Um, but yeah, they they have that 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 flavor, which which is like okay. like you know Canadians are probably like yeah, like Jim Carrey is down here like yeah that's a thing or whatever. Uh, 
but yeah, Jim Carrey's around. Anyway, um, <laughs> but uh, I'm like, it's what? Awfully specific. What? Yeah, I I know like twenty Canadian. Michael Bublé, you happier there? All right. Drake comes down and he's eating these chips. Dog. <laughs> 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 uh, you know, whatever. And like, he's like, yeah, I know what flavor that is, but I'm, I know it's kind of some generic, like it's spices and vinegar. And like, yeah, I don't know yeah. quite what it is, but. They also have ketchup flavored chips, which is like, okay. Fuck that. That seems like, that can't do it. Can't do it. That seems like the fucking worst time ever. Baked chicken flavored chips. Um, I had, what I have? I have biscuits and gravy lays. Which is like it's one of those things that tastes way too much. Like it's not like a chip that has this gravy and pepper and like maybe like no, it just tastes like biscuits and gravy. Like nah, nah, this is <laughs> this is too much. I'm just like eating biscuits and gravy in like chip form. Not not having this. What, what flavor of thing must must Thomas always try? Salt caramel. Okay, uh, I, valid. Here the thing is, it's either, if yeah, it's either bacon or vanilla. For me. Vanilla's a solid one too. Oh my god! Um, salted, salted, salted caramel flavored Pepsi. That was like the word. It was just, it was just the, like I developed this question because of that. I saw that in the thing. I was like, "That's a terrible idea," but it says but those words. Do it. It says those words. So I, I, what, what do you want from me, God? What do you want from me to not have this vile thing in my mouth? Not too bad. Open it up. Like I was like, "This is because like stupid. they use caramel to make the coloring." Yes, but I mean. It's salted caramel how, Pepsi. How was it? Um, two dis two not two like the number With two distinct of separate flavors oh, of, of disparate flavors. Like okay. it, it was like you're like mm, Pepsi mm, salted caramel. Yeah, it's like it's like they had Pepsi and just took a tube of salted caramel and like squeeze it in there, and you're just <laughs> oh. drinking the two things like with no balance whatsoever. Like not the worst, but I'm just like. This, this clear, it, it's like a, yeah, <laughs> like I just popped the caramel in my mouth and chugged Pepsi. I'm like, this is not, this. Not there's no plan. mix here. There's no like synergy to this. Not a great plan. And whatever that that was my life that like had to happen. There we are, salted caramel Pepsi. Um, I can get behind that though. You know, I like trying anything of that flavor. I had to explain to somebody that uh, what candied bacon is. I think, I think I opened up somebody's breakfast menu a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> I, candied bacon is a thing that, honest to God, shouldn't exist. That, yeah, that, it's, that, it's amazing. Oh, it's fantastic. It's, but it's one of those things that, like, they, they, nothing good can come of this. Nothing good. Oh, no. Brown sugar and bacon? Oh, fuck me And up, syrup and, like, yeah, like what, what? So what are the benefits of this? No, nothing. No. Just no. If you hate your life, you'll die earlier. That's yeah. the benefit that you have. You'll like diabetes <laughs> and atherosclerosis. Yeah. How about that? That's great. I don't know. I I had I've had that plenty of times. Also, bacon's really expensive, and that just that's that's an expensive trip. Not in this town. Oh yeah, poor Capitol. Yeah, poor Capitalist, yeah, baby. Yeah. yeah. Go. Anyway, back to uh, the thing. What? F- far as um fighting and all this um are you do you ever have how many fi- how many fights have you been in so far none no none. actual fights no actual fights are you are you get are you excited to go into fights yes okay and that is not that does not happen why because i know you've had a lot of opportunities <sighs> but things just keep yeah the promoter destroyed a fight once he just closed the whole thing that yeah. was irritating yeah uh which sort of set me in a spiral i didn't Want to do anything for a little while? Yeah. So I just sort of fucked around. Um, got out of shape. Yeah. So I had to get back in shape. Then I had eye surgery. 
Then I was training for a race. Then I was helping Michelle prep for fights. <laughs> and, I, and I'm still a little out of shape. I feel like this. Th- you got a lot of good, good husband shit in you. By the way, is what is what I'm. Is all you're telling me right now. I'm a good little house husband. Yeah, like that's all you're telling me right now is that Michelle's lucky to have you. Is what I'm getting at. Nah. Yeah, it's clearly, clearly the case because every- I don't know how she tolerates me. <laughs> at least she tolerates you. She clearly can't even be in the same room as me. So there's that. Um, I am sleeping with her, so that helps. Uh, what, well, little do you know. Oh, hey. <laughs> ah, boom, I'm sleeping with no one. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, it just seems like you're just like, I, all Michelle, all Michelle all day. Um, no, so you, it, is it as hard as I think it is to, to just get there and just like, we got to fight? Because it feels like every time you talk, talk to me about people from your gym. Do you want to win the fight? I'm talking about just scheduling the damn fight. Scheduling is difficult. yeah. Like it seems, it seems like Michelle, your your lovely, lovely. Oh, oh, oh okay, yeah. So yeah. Michelle's had like five opponents pull out on her. Yeah, exactly. Phrasing, but uh, N- no, pull out on her just because they they can't bring it to the end, man. Hey, hey. That would, it, by the way, it didn't even apply. I just wanted to, I just wanted to do that. Anyway, um, yeah, it's, yeah, but so yeah, for women, it's harder in the fight world. Get, it's it's much harder for women to get fights consistently. Right, I, I would assume per, the, the pool is probably smaller. Yeah, the pull is smaller and the pull is flakier because mm-hmm. it's it's relatively speaking less common. I mean, it's just like yeah, how many women do you know that enjoy it? Yeah, exactly. So I only know I know like six or seven personally, but that's because they all train with me. Right. Yeah, and, and you and you have a quite a large scope of people that that. You even know tangentially, yeah, and it's as like Tiger put it, man. I, Greg, you're diverse as hell. Yeah, yeah. You have a large <laughs> scope of people that that fight in your life, and only six and seven of them are women. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's 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 a very small number for being this this size of uh, community. So yeah, so I mean, it it's hard for them, and it's hard for uh, Michelle has a difficult time because she wants to do mostly stand up. She wants to do kickboxing or Muay Thai, mm-hmm. and in the Midwest, that's not as much of a thing, right? So like, if she was if we lived in, you know, Boston. Or Seattle or something. Right. She'd have a much easier time. And a lot more competition. Mm. But MMA is big here, you know, because wrestling is big here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ohio, yeah. And corn, corn fed. Corn. Just go, yeah, go, go. Go, go, go just re- get, get, get butt naked and fight somebody. Yeah. And boxing is pretty big in Cincinnati. Right, yes. So, like, that's not a big deal. Yeah. I mean, but unfortunately, boxing being so big, conspiracy theory, libelous speech time. <laughs> I think the boxing being so big has caused a little bit of corruption within the Ohio Athletic Commission to the point where they are difficult to work with in hmm. any other combat sport. Hmm. Like their rules and regulations for amateur MMA and amateur kickboxing are prohibitive and the they don't treat fighters well. From what I understand, boxing period is corrupt because they, because at some point mu- there's money. There's a, lot of money there's a shit ton of money involved in it. So, like, yes, what what ways can we do to to be preventative, and what ways can we do to make sure that we have more money coming in and money coming out is nothing, and fighters stay pretty and stay on cards and television. Well, what fighters thing. stay pretty because they get fed a lot of tomato cans. And yes, but again, that's a that's a thing that that people can like. Oh, how do how can we bullshit the system? How can we rig this? How can we do things to make sure that this fighter that is very valuable wins a lot more when in reality if you want to if you want to promote boxing promote all the combat sports 
you'll catch. I mean, it's a broad net approach. Yeah, but you're gonna you're gonna get catch more interest. I mean, a casual MMA fan, if you promoted all these other sports, would eventually start watching them. Yes, like it's it blows my mind that kickboxing and Muay Thai like aren't more popular as individual sports. Yeah, because the average the average you know MMA fan mm-hmm. who doesn't train anything really doesn't know the finer points of the ground game right like it just looks it looks messy to them mm-hmm. whereas the stand-up is like the exciting part like knock him the fuck out right yeah that's cool kickboxing is just the exciting to them the exciting part of mma right and that's it yeah and it's a sprint and the run and the fights don't last as long so it's like you know i don't have to get a, it's not 15 minutes it's uh, it's nine minutes, right? So it's it's over faster too. So there's like less mental fatigue. Just move on to the next one. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. And it's beating the p- well, it's a little more than just beating the piss out of each other. <laughs> I mean, it can turn into just a gross brawl pretty easily. Yeah. And it's it's a little more action packed because when you can go to the ground, you get a lot more strategic. Right. Obviously, which isn't necessarily action packed. No, no, no. But it's uh, but again, I- any sport, the nuances of it when. When you're watching baseball mm-hmm. in June, yeah, whatever. Like if a guy, if if a pitcher is sucking shit, I just stick him out there for five, six innings. Who the hell cares? Like, ah, we'll get him next game. There's 162 games. Who cares? If this guy can't hit. Fuck it. We we don't care. By the time October rolls around, you yeah, know, play still like in like October. <laughs> yeah, if you're st- obviously the Reds, they're getting close. No, um, by the time October goes, like. Every pitch is deliberated so much. Mm-hmm. We 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 count. You know, pitch counts. We have to say, okay, what we we have a left-handed batter. We got to get him with. Okay, we have this pitch. Everything is is done to nuance, and it is incredibly infuriating to watch on TV because you're like, I what, can you please just throw a goddamn pitch? But no, we have to think about this. Same thing with football. Same thing with basketball. It, at the higher level, and it's it, for people that are really in there at the me- money level. Well, I mean, just at the at the more when you're getting to playoff basketball, playoff football, playoff uh, baseball, um, playoff hockey, you really start dicing up the the nuances of it. And people that are in there, man, it, it is it is a thing to watch a pitching coach have to dice up every little action that everybody does and make sure we get outs the way they have and things fall the exact way they do. And boy, baseball those 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 guys that do numbers and stat heads love that oh, shit. Oh yeah, no, I can but totally it is understand that. Incredibly boring for anybody else. Like, just get it, sock a dinger, <laughs> knock it out of the park or something. I mean, that's why I only watched the first and last two innings. That's <laughs> all sports, right? <laughs> like, I would I would probably watch football. Yeah, like actually watch and give a shit if I like ran a fantasy league. But I play RPGs. <laughs> you I don't. I already do that. <laughs> I'm a nerd. I don't need to like jock nerd it up. Basketball and hockey. They're at least. They're at least visually. Oh, you know. mo- moment to moment, things happen. Hockey's black magic, dude. Like, <laughs> I will watch hockey because yeah. I can't ice skate. I'm like, how are you all doing? Yeah, this, this is amazing. This is crazy. Holy shit! They're just, like, how are you running backwards? They're like, just like, what? like, fuck, fuck you. You can make me feel bad about myself. How did you? What? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ho- hockey it's, and basketball it's a little upsetting. Like, yeah, damn. Um, that's one. Oh, by the way, real talk. Something outside of uh, so skating could be one of them. Something in your life that you absolutely have tried your ass off, realized that's not gonna happen for me. 
Skiing. Skiing. Wait, can you snowboard? Snowboarding. <laughs> <laughs> Just say, you're Canadian. What the hell? You're half quarter you're, Canadian. You're, 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 no, you're basically Wolverine. You are basically Wolverine. <laughs> you, 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 you literally got into my house by shredding my door apart. That's the whole thing. I'm sorry about it's that. It's crazy. Yeah, tasted good. And, <laughs> and you can't, you can't. No snow sports. No skiing. I can, I can turn one way in snowboarding. I think I don't think I've ever actually. No, I've never been skiing or snowboarding. I tried skiing. I used to be like. I could handle blue diamond hills. Uh, wait, wait, what is it? Green, green, blue, black. Yeah, okay, green, blue, so black. I could, yeah. I could do okay on like blue diamond hills. That's pretty good though in New York. Yeah, but I'm still making a wedge. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do that nice like uh, I forget what they call it. Kick, kick shit up in in the in yeah, the yeah. kick shit up in the nerd's face. I couldn't be the bully. Yeah, that that's exactly what I was thinking of. Like you, you'd be the asshole for the '80s film where you go, yeah, fuck you. And we're, gonna, I, we're gonna destroy your rec center. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, I got my collar up and everything. Yeah, <laughs> the fucking big visor glasses or whatever. Yeah, those are so nice when skiing. <laughs> those are sick altogether, though. But anyway, fair. But I mean, and I'd, I'd still end up entertaining the entire mountainside because I would uh, invariably fuck up. Because uh, like your ski tips will track the snow in front of you. Yeah. Even through, even in a dip. Yeah. And so I, occasionally mine would both track a divot that was like. Four feet long, a foot deep. <laughs> yeah. And then they'd hit the other end of that divot and send me out of my bindings at full uh, speed. Who is it? Eddie Izzard or Gallagher? I forget who, who, did, who said it, but but snowboarding, again, value of snowboarding, to, I'm pretty sure it's Eddie Izzard. Two stances. Looking cool or dead? That's yeah. all you have. Just like, yeah. <laughs> then you fall down like, I'm dead. Like, I look like you a can't, corpse. Yeah, you can't like like do the whole thing where you're just like, you can't get that no, shit. The, there is no middle ground. Yeah, there's there. no middle ground. You, no are just like, you were just like, yeah, ladies, or like. Oh, I'm, there's snow all down my <laughs> exactly. shirt. Oh, God, it's so cold. Yeah, that's what I, so I, I'm much more all about snow. I, I, but I, I don't fuck with cold as, as a generality, though, so that's the whole thing. Like, like I, I, I fuck with cold, but I'm, like, not good in cold. Like, it's just, yo, you know, ice skating, can't, can't ice skate. I cannot ice skate or I roller skate. Can't roller skate. I, I also can't scuba dive. Can't scuba dive? Nope. Two things happen. I get severe, severe paranoid claustrophobia uh-huh. that deep, and I feel like Hank Hill explaining this. I have narrow eustachian tubes. <laughs> So I can't clear pressure out of my ears. Ah, okay. You, you're more fucked up than than like people realize. You have oh, all yeah. these ailments and shit. You, we, you are old man, Greg. I kind of am. Oh, like, I got some. I have tendonitis in my right elbow. I have patellar tendonitis in my right knee. But do we need to, like take you up back and just like let you wander in the in the in the backfield until you just like oh, that's it? He's Would go- you? I listen. Is if that's the way you want to go, that's fine. What what do we say to Michelle? Uh, just tell her that she'll understand, dude. Okay, the great no, the Michelle great... is really understanding about some of the quirks. about you dying. No, about some of the quirks <laughs> of Greg. Um. Oh man, we have been on this for a while, and I, I've had. What have we done? Nothing. We've made no progress here. We talked about some <laughs> shit. Insane. Hopefully, this is entertaining to somebody outside of the five people that these jokes are for. But whatever. Um. Uh. G. Sir, what's your what's your what's your life uh, life like now? You got anything to plug? Got anything to shout out? Uh, Third Act Publishing is doing pretty well. We've oh, been yeah. running a bunch of Kickstarters. We have a couple of projects that are, well, they will be in fulfillment here shortly when we get all the books in. So I'll be busy as a jackrabbit. Yeah, I think. Uh, Emily's game Emily's is 
funded. It's a uh, Domino Magica, the magical girl anime. So if you uh, ever seen like Sailor Moon, this is Sailor Moon, the role playing game. Hell yeah! Highly episodic, meant to be all one offs. Wait, so, so wait. you play it one session, then you move on. Wait, as now it's funded. Oh yeah, I think I talked to her last night. It was still it. Oh, it met its initial funding goal, and it's at like its fourth stretch goal. Oh, okay, okay. So it's so uh, whatever she told me, she's actually funded. She's just oh, yeah. talking about stretch goals now. Yeah, yeah. Somehow she told me when. when it, okay, but yeah. Um, that's going on. Okay, what else? Uh, let's see. I have a couple of games I've been working on. That one of them will be available free once I get the rest of the edits done. Jeez. The other will be like go stealthily posted. Like we're not kickstarting it till people start playing it. Yeah. And then we'll kickstart settings for it. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm just I'm just posting mechanics and rules. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because I'm. That's what I do. That's what you do. That's your part of the uh, the plan on that. Yeah. I ship books <laughs> and make rules. <laughs> That. And Crunch Numbers, uh, another another uh, one of our content creators has a game that I'm just grinding the ever-living shit out of because he just asked, well, how do we do leveling? How do we do damage? How do we do fucking encounter scaling? The disparity of what... Uh, granted, I have this thing, too, where people don't realize they're, they're very different sides of me. The disparity of the things... The, the switch you just hit for like the 90-degree... The hard shift you just did yeah so anyway man i'll give a motherfucker the the knee press nightmare like it'll be <laughs> crazy he, he, if he fucks with you i'll give him a stun gun headbutt because i've been this fighter for all my life you know i used to smoke and drink and whatever it's big stoner but anyway um, i got this third acting nerd <laughs> shit that i do um i'm really on top of the uh board game world that i'm in what 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 universe am i looking at what what human being is in front of me right now i really love cute puppies <laughs> <laughs> In defense, who doesn't love cute puppies? You're a monster if you don't like cute puppies. Do I know your friend who? At a club. Who was there? Girl, I wasn't. Neil Breen. Neil Breen is. Wait a minute, calm down. Get back to back checking I was at a club with who? Get the fuck. Man, you know what? Girl, I'm not about to sit up here and argue with you about who's to blame or call no names. Real talk, see, girl. Only thing I'm trying to establish with you is not who's right or who's wrong, but what's right and what's wrong. Real talk. 